Welcome to Impact OC, the only program showcasing the people and organizations shaping Orange County. With your host, Don Camber. Hello, live from the OC Talk Radio studios at UCI's Beale Applied Innovation Center. I'm OC Talk Radio Public Affairs Director Don Camber with another great guest positively impacting our community. Today, I welcome Vital Link President April Barnes. The nonprofit organization is committed to inspiring students to explore and experience career pathways that secure their future. Thank you, April, for being on Impact OC. Thank you, Don. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. April, please explain how Vital Link prepares students for their future careers through experiential learning opportunities. Vital Link's mission is all about career exploration and showcasing the jobs and the amazing careers that are in our community for students and how what steps they can take to reach that goal. And all of the different activities we do are all about having a hands-on experience out of the classroom and into an industry with industry professionals so that they can learn how to get to that place. How do they get to see themselves in that job? It's all about career exploration and the ways we do that we have guest speakers come into classrooms. We take students on tours of industry sectors all over the community. We have mentors, internships, all of that work experience so that younger students, so not just college students, so high school students, middle school students can really have hands-on activities that allow them to kind of plant those seeds of things that they might like to do. What are the student demographics? So we work with all 15 high school districts in Orange County, and that includes all demographics, all of the high schools we work with, everyone from, like I said, middle school, so sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, up to high school and community college. So how do you do your programs? So we work, we directly partner with the school districts. So they are looking for activities and experiences for their students. So they work with us to bring the business sectors to them and say how, you know, if they have a student that's really interested in engineering, okay, great, let us help them get to meet engineers, talk to them, figure out what classes they should be taking now in high school, what they should be you know, focusing on as a certification, a dual enrollment in community college to be able to really get there faster and hopefully a lower cost. Do you go onto the campuses to do your programs or do the students go somewhere else to do your programs? So most of our programs are during school day, but we'd like to take them out of the classroom. The idea is for them to see themselves on a school campus, a, high, a college campus, or in an industry site. So seeing themselves at Boeing, at Medtronic, at Edwards Life Sciences, to see themselves going, oh, I could work here. Can you give us some stories of students involved with your program? Absolutely. So one of our favorites is Rudy. Rudy was a junior, I believe, when we met him at in Anaheim High School and had no idea really what he wanted to do, but he really liked cars. And he participated in our Energy Invitational, our electric vehicle challenge, where he was part of a team that built an electric car and races it. And so he really fell in love with, he learned how to weld and engineer this electric car. And now he works for monster trucks. He builds, and now he's 25 years old and he builds and engineers monster trucks and the people that get to race them and, <laughs> and smash them. And all of that because of the Vitalink programs that he was able to be introduced to when he was a junior in high school. So how does it work in terms of being on campus to get students involved? How can people be a part of it? How do you select students to be in your program? So a lot of times it's really open and we work a lot with the teachers. 
And so if the teachers are able to really showcase, hey, this is something you can sign up for. This is something that's that's open to your, you know, this classroom and they can take advantage of it. So there's some that are specific to an industry sector. So if it's a student that, like we said, that is in automotive and we link them directly or it can be we do other programs that are just all skills. So it's we can we call them soft skills or employability skills, information that any student needs to be a good employee so that they go, we teach them how to write a resume, how to conduct themselves in an interview, how to write an email, how to network. We do all of that training with the students so that they can go work in any industry. But we do that, a lot of times we bring our industry partners with us to kind of help solidify what we're talking about. And that's during the school day. Do you start in middle school? We do. We start at sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. And in that, it's much more of a play atmosphere where they get to, it's a very hands-on activities where they get to fly drones and play with robots and take photos and do Photoshop where they get to kind of play and plant the seeds of things that they actually might like to do in the future, things they might like to take classes in in high school and in college so that they can start to say, oh, I have no interest in working on spreadsheets, but I really would like to fly a drone. What are jobs in that? So what are the most popular kinds of jobs that students are interested in? We still see on most, we do a lot of surveys and working with our students, and we still see the majority of students still say medical and healthcare. So we still have a lot in the medical field, which is good because there's a big job gap. A lot of openings in the medical field right now. A lot of nurses are needed, a lot of um, nurses assistants, nurse practitioners, all of those things are jobs that are going to be very much needed in the future. So we're glad that students are interested in that. We still see a lot of digital media arts, so students that want to do animation, make videos, design websites, all of that. We still have a lot of students involved there, so and that's a lot of things they can work from home. They can do, you know, contract jobs. So there's a lot of opportunities there. But and then we always see, you know, automotive and the drone is really growing. We see a lot of students interested in, in drone technology. So you find out what their interest is, and then you try to get a professional to help guide them. Exactly. So what about your staff? So our staff is there to, we do all of the soft skills training. So all of those resume writing, we do a lot, all the workshops. We bring the industry professionals in to kind of help solidify, hey, why is this important to have on your resume? Or why is this a good thing to do while you're networking? And have them kind of help just work with us. But the idea is the vi- we're the vital link between education That's and industry. That's the vital link. <laughs> exactly. We're able to link the industry with education sector. And we are able to bring them together so that they can benefit each other. So you see that they need to get hands-on somehow, some way, while they're getting their education so that when they enter the workforce, they have those skills. Exactly. Because we hear from our industry partners every day. We literally have had businesses tell us, I can teach them the job, but I, but can you help them be an employee? And that's the biggest issue, is we have people, students that don't know how to write emails, don't know how to communicate, don't really, you know, they, they're book smart, but haven't necessarily gotten the skills to be an employee and a, and a person in an office or in a work environment. So we kind of help guide them in that way. And the businesses are very much like, yeah, we can teach them how to do the job part, but we'd like them to know how to just be an employee. And because most, so many students now, there aren't really after school jobs anymore. We don't really see students doing paper routes and all of those things that we've done in the past. So they don't have any work experience so it's not just that they don't know how to be an engineer no they've never worked in a retail they've never worked in an office and so that's what we're really trying to help is get students more 
just experience out in the world so that they can be a better employee. So it's almost like when they're going to school, they're also going to work. Exactly. So that they're able to kind of shortcut in a way instead of having to, you know, get that summer job. They can do it while they're in school. What do you believe is the future of the workforce in Orange County and our state? The biggest topic right now we hear, I hear it, I talk about it every day, is apprenticeships, is having business get more involved in training their future workforce. And they're, the entire the federal government and the state of California have really gotten behind this apprenticeship push where it's they're considered non-traditional apprenticeships because in this country, traditional apprenticeships have always been in the trades and in construction. And these are non-traditional apprenticeships. So to the point where any business, anyone can have an apprentice. You can teach a young person how to do the job you do on site. And at the end, they are completely qualified to do that job. We actually, Vitalink is going to have our first two apprentices this year in customer service and office management so that they can learn while they're going to school how to be an employee at Vitalink. Can you describe what that looks like? So right now there's a lot of pieces being put together. There's a lot of pre-planning happening. And what that's gonna look like is education and industry really coming together because we're not saying the business has to do all of it. Education's gonna do some too. Like you said, they're gonna be learning how to do this job while they're in school. And the business is gonna have to put a little skin in the game to say that they're gonna have someone there to help train them as well. And that's really the next big push is getting business to see the value in that and to help train their future workforce and not wait for someone else to do it for them. You have academies. How does that work? Academies are a deeper dive into either a specific industry sector or a kind of an overview of just being an employee. So our academies are week to month long process of really in-depth workshops and tours. So it's kind of everything we do in a more con- kind of contextualized way. So that it's all the workshops, all the, all the tours and industry speakers kind of all at once so that they get a deeper dive into those pieces. What's the difference between an internship and an apprenticeship? So internships are a short term where they're just really there to see They're there almost to shadow and they'll do some work and they might have a project that they work on. But an apprenticeship is a long term that ends with a job offer, with a job opportunity that when they're done, they have trained in that position to that they could go do it anywhere in that exact same job title. They are able to do it wherever they go. So when you arrange an apprenticeship, that's what will happen at Mm -hmm. the end if the student is successful? Exactly. That job doesn't require that company to hire them, but it requires that company to train them to an extent where they can be hired in that industry anywhere else. Can you give us some success stories? So funny ones is one of our professors always use Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) Really funny, very funny. But the idea is he didn't go to law school. He was a law apprentice. And that is what we're trying to get back to is that people can train to do that job. So you see it a lot in construction. Construction unions have done an amazing job with apprenticeships. We just need to mimic that in business, accounting, customer service, automotive technicians can all be trained the same way on the job to do the job and fill that position that you need.
So there's all of these job open signs that you see all over. Well, if you were willing to put in a little bit of effort and train that young student to do the job, you could fill that job. So at what point do they get to do the apprenticeship in high school? We are starting as young as 16. So that's we're non-traditional youth apprenticeships is what the Orange County Department of Ed and the California Department of Ed are pushing. How receptive are students into the program? Students are more open. They're they're excited to see what is available. It the the hard pull is going to be getting business, and that's really what the focus is is getting business to take that first step in building this with us. Explain the benefits to the business. So this is going to fill that workforce gap that they need. And honestly, the days of waiting for someone else to train your future employee are kind of over. That's not going to happen so much anymore. The the entry level jobs that you require two to three years experience on are going away. You need to have a little bit more effort into training your future workforce. And that is where those open jobs are going to get filled. So let's kind of run through what they learn in middle school and in high school in terms of gearing up for the job world. Absolutely. So middle school, like we said, is really the planting those seeds and figuring out what they like so that they can then shift into high school and take classes that are more specific to them. So if they want to be in engineering and manufacturing, they can start working with CNC machines. They can start being able. I mean, our high school classes, honestly, our business partners are always amazed at the level of experience just 10th, 11th and 12th graders have in their industry because those classes are already working on the machines that they use, are already using the technology that they use. So they're actually quite surprised, like, wow, these kids can weld? Like, you know, they don't need to be a college graduate yet. They can work with you and go to school at the same time so that they can still, you know, grow in your industry. Is it possible they can be in Vitalink in middle school as well as high school? Oh, absolutely. We work through all the way through community college. We still work with students in all nine community college districts here as well, helping them figure, okay, great, you're taking these certification courses. You know, can you get in, can we help you get an internship? Can we help you get a mentor? Can we help you figure out, you know, where you're going to go when you have that certification or AA degree? How are you funded? We are a fee-for-service organization. So the some of the school districts and, and partners that we have do contract with us, but then we're a nonprofit. So we also have grant funding, individual donors, and amazing corporate sponsors. And what about your staff in order to accomplish all these goals? So right now we are a staff of 12, and they tell me to stop selling contracts, but <laughs> I can't. <laughs> um, the more students we can help, the, the better off we are. But we, you know, our, our staff right today, we have four events just today two middle school, two high school, and one college. So it's, or yeah, two middle school, a high school, and a college all today. So we're all over the place trying to do as much as we possibly can. And we're growing out of Orange County. We're doing some in LA County and Inland Empire as well. So the goal is for the students to realize that someday they need to make a living and you want to help them get the education slash experience so that they can get into a field that they can make money. And why not do it while they're going to school anyway? Exactly. And why not find a job that you really like, that there's something out there for you that makes you happy and it helps use all the skills that you're good at and you actually make good money doing it without maybe a lot of debt incurred in order to get there. And so that's really our path is to just really help you figure out, like, can you make money while you're going to school? Can you do a job that you know has a great starting salary that people just forget or don't know exists? Be a drone pilot, 
become an underwater welder, you know, whatever that is that really excites you, there's some amazing ways to get there. How can the public help you? So we would love to have any and any and all industry partners speak, take tours, come and talk to the students, tell them I ask every single business partner I meet, not did you know what you wanted to be when you grow up? Did you know that your job existed when you were in high school? 90% say no. Most people didn't know where they are now even existed. I didn't. And so my job is to try and get students. I want you to help students figure out how do they get there? What are the jobs that are out there? Doctor, lawyer, teacher, nurse. There's a million other jobs that are really cool and really fun. And how can we get them there? So it's an opportunity for students to kind of figure it out because when they're at a young age, they're probably not thinking along those lines. No, they know what their neighbor does, what their parents do, and that's really all they know. So let's show them what really neat things are happening in our community and and what they can be really happy with. And you're also teaching them soft skills in order to know how to go look for work. Exactly. And how to present themselves. And it's all we tell them always, it's always about your network. It's not your net worth, it's your network. That's how much, that's where you can grow and, and build off of, and that's how you can change jobs and meet new people is all through who you know. What do the parents say about their kids who are involved in the program? So getting them involved in the program is the hard part, is usually because it's, you know, nope, my kid's going to college. And it's not to say, like, we, we're not saying your kid's not going to college. We just want them to have a better f- idea of what they're going to study when they get there. And, but once the parents see the interest and the excitement in their student. Wow, I didn't know that this was something that they were good at or this is something that they liked. I had no idea, you know, that this would be a path for them. And so that's really we have a lot of parents that are surprised usually of oh wow, this is they didn't know that this was a job. And so that's kind of an exciting thing too. And there's something you realized that students could take on a lot early in their life they're very adaptable there's so many things that they can learn i mean technology comes so easier so much easier to them and so there are jobs that we don't even that don't even exist yet that some of these seventh eighth graders are going to have and that's going to be incredible they're going to really pave a new way so what are some of the things the staff says to the students to get their minds thinking along the lines of my future So honestly, it's really, we do a lot of just play and interaction so that, you know, we do vision boarding and figuring out, you know, what are, you know, if you want that yacht, how do you get there? You know, we, of course, we have a lot of students that always, you know, want to be influencers and okay, great. Let's talk to an influencer. Do you know how hard they work? They don't just put up a couple of things on their YouTube channel. They work long hours and they're dedicated and they do, it's not just something that just happens. And so that's what we really kind of focus on is just showcasing, okay, if that's your dream career, let's help you really see what that would, you know, the work and effort that goes into it. And while they're at it, they still have to pay attention to their studies. Yes. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. We definitely, you know, this is all within them being a, a high school and a community college student so that they are finishing their certifications and their high school diploma and college degrees. But at the same time, kind of playing and figuring out what it is that is going to you know make them successful so you're saying the medical field is a very popular field so why don't you share with us how you help them in that field so right now we are doing a lot with providence and hoag where we're showcasing the jobs that are within that hospital space but even some of our other clinics and medical offices really seeing that there are so many jobs working in a hospital there it's like a small city there's everything. It's not just doctors and nurses. There's pharmacists, there's x-ray techs, there's ultrasounds. 
there's marketing. You know, there's so many things that happen within that healthcare space. And so what we're really working on is just showcasing that. So we do a lot of tours. We have a lot of guest speakers, advisory board members, just so that they can come and talk to students about all the different jobs that happen with inside that medical space. It doesn't all require an MD. You know, there's so many things you can be doing to help patients to, I mean, right now we're sitting next door to Medtronic where there's medical devices that are being built and you can go into an operating room and teach a, a surgeon how to use a device. And that's your job is you teach that surgeon how to use your device. So there's so many things that happen in there. And that's really what we're trying to showcase. So perhaps through play, they could kind of do some of those jobs, not for real, but get a feel of what it's we like. We do, do a them. lot of, yes, we do a lot of mock. Um, so that some of the Hogue and, and Providence St. Joe's and St. Jude have amazing facilities where they do internal trainings for their staff. So they have really cool 3D mannequins and, and devices where they are training, you know, labor and delivery, doing CPR, all of those things. So the students get to play with those as well and kind of use those to figure, oh, wow, this is CPR is a lot harder than you think it is. And, you know, how to run a, a you know IV and how to do those things. So we do a lot of that in um, that mock situations. How can people reach out to you? So our website is vitalink.org. We are located in Garden Grove. We are always around trying to do different things. So we would love to have people sign up to be an industry supporter or come and attend an event. There's tons of ways to get involved. Thank you, Vitalink President April Barnes, for being on Impact OC. And I thank everyone for tuning in. I'm OC Talk Radio Public Affairs Director Don Camber. Have an impactful day. You've been listening to Impact OC, the only program showcasing the people and organizations shaping our community. Right here on Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. 